Welcome to Men on Fire, a podcast about what it means to be a man. So, quick though, Men on Fire, part six, and myself and Sam are here again. We've been, um, we've we've now released the first three episodes, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And so I've been listening back to them to make sure I know what the hell I've been talking about for the last sort of episodes, but we haven't had five or six come out yet. No, four, no. four or five. Hang on, what we're, this had, is six. This, yeah, this is six. Right. We've had three go out. We've got four or five in the bank. But neither of us can remember what they were about. No. So well, you know me, I, I struggle with names, your <laughs> name and my name. So, uh, but yeah. genuine. So just getting back to some people really yeah, and, yeah. and one. But his art, his to make that sometimes. It's Time Lord. Can you yeah. get Doctor Who to yeah. pause it or something? It does pause feel it. like time is very in short supply at the moment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends I talk to are really busy um, and it's really hard. I know I struggle. You know, I've got my barbecue stuff. I've got, um, you know, my oil, oil work and family very much keeping me busy. And I feel I haven't got time, but I've made time to sit down. If, if it's if we really prioritise that hobby, if we put health and I need to prioritise that, and I need to find a time for that activity yeah. that gives me space, you often can do it. Um, and then the other side of that is sometimes don't let your expectations, like don't get, um, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. So like for me, I've, I've always loved exercise. It's an essential for me. I've, I've never had a problem prioritizing it. You can ask my wife about that. Um, but in recent years, having a son, I can't take that time away to go to the gym for an hour and be home. And now what I'll sometimes do a 20 minute session instead of nothing, you know, whereas in the, in the past I would have said, well, if I can't do an hour, there's no point. So it's it's finding those kind of ways to get enough of what you need, but still fit it in with your life as well. Um, I'm terrible like that. So uh, I, I really need a new hobby since barbecue became work for me. I'm somebody who needs a hobby. <laughs> so um, I've been, been talking with, uh, I'm getting a bit of, uh, of counselling, a bit of support. And um, one of the questions that the guy asked me was, what about a new hobby? And um, I was really into sailing like as a student. Um, and... When I couldn't give it 110%, then I stopped doing it. And it was mm. the same with rugby. It was the same with um, karate. So last year, I did, started doing karate with my son. And um, I, I had it in my head straight away that I'd be like Mr. Miyagi or, <laughs> or um, karate wax or, or wax something. Off. And the, the pressures of family took time, took over, so that I couldn't do it every week. And um, I quickly realised that I wasn't going to be Mr. Miyagi and I really wasn't going to be very good at it, karate. Um, and um, that kind of killed it for me, really. Mm. Um, I'm somebody who likes to be the best at what I can be and then I'll give it the time. So, like, you know, barbecue, I was able to give the time to. And, um, yeah, it's hard because um, you want to do something the best you can, a lot of us, um, and... Put, then putting the time to it if you can't put the time to it then it's hard to focus on it i think yeah although i mean I guess, that's just me maybe no de- i mean definitely and that's obviously important it's different for different people i would wonder though if maybe an activity that re- requires you to be the best in it to enjoy it is maybe you have just haven't found that activity that gives you that complete release yeah, and yeah. maybe like a release of the pressure of being good at it even just want to see the improvements and that's fine because you can't be Mr. Miyagi all, all of yeah. us can get yeah. um okay but, but let, us know, thing. let us know let us know Ed you know um you know what sort of things are you into you know what's 
where he said he, he hasn't found anything he hasn't yet. found anything so that's a, that's the first journey isn't yeah. it you know and I, I guess what you could do is is look at scheduling your week and see what what kind of hobby do i need because again something like sailing yeah. you're going to need a lot of time to do that yeah, i'd yeah, imagine yeah. you can't just nip in a boat for 20 minutes yeah. and, and you know fart around yeah. unless you live on the water um we've had feedback from from a, a not man a woman yeah. a lady yeah. are we allowed to you i don't know you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the correct term is nowadays um, um jeanette who really enjoyed listening to it which is great because you know we said right from the start it, it's it's about men it's about being a man but it's not just for men so yeah. it's not just for men although if they want to sponsor us i mean yeah. you know, a few gray hairs and a few <laughs> Joe, now, i haven't listened to four or five mates so yeah. you know um i've got to get them from somewhere yeah <laughs> uh, so that she just gave some good feedback um this was a question from matthew uh how do you motivate yourself to exercise maybe because i'm i know i'm absolutely appalling at motivating <laughs> myself i've done really well though I'd, but like i said you know if i'm not going to be arnold schwarzenegger then i'm probably not going to um, gonna go on with it too long but it, it has helped me and i do enjoy it i it's got to be very simple for me um so i've got a single very heavy 20 kilo kettlebell that's probably nothing for you but it's a fairly substantial weight 20 kilos and i basically just beast it until i can't move anymore just <laughs> just lift it up and wave it around until i can't do any more with it um but the nice thing is it's kind of there and when it was there it was sort of always you know i, I have it in the lounge and it's on, on the floor but um we we um we, we my wife sorry my wife tucked it away um put it in a cupboard and i've just not done it so maybe have some um you know set of barbells or something just a kettlebell that's there and it looks at you and says come on yeah, yeah come on that's a nice simple way of doing it and that works for me i'm going to go and get it out of the cupboard when i come home and um beast it i think tonight yeah definitely i, I mean again it's it's a hard one to answer for everyone with that matt i mean i marcus you said i'd be a good person because i've just always wanted to exercise i've always enjoyed it so how i would motivate someone that doesn't is not something i find it easy to relate to um but i think you know, I'm running the gym group now for autistic teenagers and, and they're not always as motivated. Exercise shouldn't feel like a D. There are so many ways to exercise that you can just try everything, try anything, yeah. and then find one that you want to do and be really autonomous and in control of that. You know, I, I never understood the whole CrossFit thing where people would give you your workout for the day because for me, I want to be in charge. I want to decide what I'm doing today, you know, and if I want to skip legs and do some guns again, then I bloody will because the beach is that way. Anyway, uh, you won't be able to see that on the podcast, but I just gave my guns a little kiss because scientifically that makes them grow. Um, but my point being, like someone that's get likes to be told what to do and just have a program to follow, then you go that way with the exercise. If you're a bit more like me or maybe Marcus and you like to do things under your own steam, don't go that direction just start to understand all the different forms of exercise that are out there and figure out which one you're going to enjoy the most think about environment i've moved from gyms to train at home because i just prefer it now but back in the day as a, a sort of teenager with too much testosterone and lycra i'd want to be parading around a gym yeah. um you might find that you want to get outside and that can form part of your exercise like Marcus, you might be someone that needs a constant reminder. So I think 
your journey into exercise is actually a bit of an understanding of who you are yeah. and then you fit that into you know to, to match you you know I don't think you should be prescriptive with it as such I did say yes then when you were talking about lycra and um testosterone like I knew what you were on about <laughs> trust me I've never looked good in lycra ever but, uh testosterone on yeah, I don't know. I'm probably middling, middling of the road testosterone, but definitely not like. <laughs> I did say back in the day, yeah. back in the day, I, you know, I wasn't the only one in like. Yeah. That's Co- what attracted the, me to the, the gym. confidence one. Uh, I think mm. I can help with. So, okay. um, quite often, everyone looks at everyone else and thinks, "Oh, yeah, they've got bags of confidence," and I think we're all kind of sort of muddling through, really. Um, even the people who you think have got the most confidence, quite often you talk to them and they haven't. They're just putting on a thing that they've got confidence. Mm. And I, I get that quite often with me. People say, oh, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're up on stage or in front of a class and you must be really confident. And I, I am when the passion strikes me. But you get me on a subject that I'm not, don't know anything about and I'm going to be you know on the floor with the rest of them you know it's it's for me it's the passion that gives me confidence mm. and i'm quite a shy bloke really i've said that a few times before but i am and it's definitely the passion that gives me confidence um and i think people a lot more people are struggling with confidence and give out you know it's 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 being a man you're not supposed to struggle struggle with confidence you're supposed to be this wall of you know bravery and courage and a lot of us do but not many actually admit to well it's difficult one as well because it's one of those lines where you can work on your confidence and get really confident like you again i think i would i would if i was talking to face to face matt i'd be asking like what 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 do you mean like what what areas are you not confident in is it across the board is it socially is it with a particular job is it a particular skill you know because i don't think you want to just be blindly confident about everything like you said marcus you you kind of you know where your strengths are and that breeds your confidence i think there's two things i would i think about with confidence the first one is standing like a superhero there's a TED talk by Amy Cuddy. She goes into sort of body look at the animal kingdom. You know, animals make themselves big. They posture. You know, they, lots of animals don't even fight for a mate. They just see who looks biggest and the other one walks off and bottles yeah. it. Uh, it's a bit like a night out in Remedies. And Tibet. Uh, actually, it's not because that never ends <laughs> with awesome. anyone walking away. Um, but it. so I, I, I use it a lot when I'm trying to not intimidate someone or keep someone calm. I'll kind of make myself smaller be sideways on Um, but equally if I'm about to give a talk or a presentation and I'm feeling really nervous about it I will make myself big I'll stand tall I'll fill the room I'll fill the space and even though I I feel like a plonker at first it does tend to have a bit of an effect on that I remember I tried stand up conscious state as possible and it across after every joke Uh, so all I could do was move around I was almost doing like yoga stretches and just moving continuously because I was so panicky um but yeah I think again there is there is something in that sort of movement and posture and then the other thing is learn how to be shit at something and learn how to be good at something and I don't mean being good in the actual and how to handle people giving you loads of compliments and people and you being best and also learn how to handle big rubbish yeah. And just be comfortable with that. And, and what are you going to do when you're rubbish? Are you just going to make a joke of it? 
Are you just going to ask for instructions? You know, have a plan for those times where I know I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to really struggle. So what what am I going to go up like? Yeah. You know, how am I going to handle it without kind of looking a bit bitter or upset by it? You know, maybe maybe I do just all I do when I'm rubbish at something is make a joke of it and ask for information. Yeah. You know, and then I don't have to worry about it so much. Um, right, there's a couple more to get through. Um, just positive comments, really. Uh, the the main thing, I mean, Marcus, for you were saying, you, know, you said um, said your wife asked you about what's your expectations, and you said if you just help, if you just one person yeah, listens, yeah. Yeah. Um, then it'll be a shit podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. one person listen because I'm yeah. listening to it. Yeah, but you were saying that's you know it's yeah, for that's you, enough it's for me. Of, so um, definitely, I, you know, you have to think you start on a, a new project, something like a podcast. You know, it's it's not too um time consuming it's you know obviously a pleasure chatting with yourself and um, it's nice but um why why do you do things um you know is it for other people yes if if we can touch other people help other people then that's a good thing but it's also you know um i really enjoy our chats as well so and um if it's nice for me to bear a bit of myself as well and to open up and um for people to realize that um i'm sort of a real person as well i'm not just cooking all these lovely steaks and stuff that there's a real marcus behind here who has struggles and ups and downs like any of us so um for me that's been a really good part of doing this so um and where it goes who knows but um you know quite whereas nice. i want money right massive following people to sort of call my name in the street sponsorship no, yeah sponsorship yeah if you're yeah. listening what am i drinking today that's gone now sanford it? orchard sign sanford orchard, yeah send me some of that Oh, but we did have some feedback from somebody who said that the first episode had given them the impetus to go and start a group around the fire of mates and make it a regular thing um, to invest time in that therapy. And to be honest, genuinely, I think both of us, that's a win, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, we're winning already. So the rest of the podcast can be terrible because we've done done what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that was um, that was my mate Bertie, who's right. uh, who's yeah, he's he's a good lad. And um, oh, so he only yeah. gave us good feedback. He's a mate. Then. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But um, yeah, I think it, it certainly has inspired a few people. So mm. I think she's great. Thing. She's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now speaking of touching people, <laughs> there's always good and there's always negative, isn't there? I just wanted to get into one particular piece of feedback. I won't name any names, but. Oh, I'm gonna to have to try and find it now, Marcus, which might be dead air. Do you remember what it said, particularly? Um, ba- basically, we we released it as called it Men on Fire. We'd obviously we were conscious that name was gonna perhaps yeah irk some people yeah. Um, but you had a comment on on the uh, underneath the first episode. It was something along the lines of, "Okay, so you talk about." being men what would how do you solve this problem then i was on the train the other day mm. and a young man was touching me inappropriately and saying inappropriate things i asked him to move away and his carer or was it a carer yeah, or the adult yeah. was with him was extremely rude and did nothing about it how do you fix this problem as a man as a man yeah I was like, fuck me i didn't get into this to for that like are we now no. responsible for all perverts are we yeah. is I, that how it works I don't know. It's it, it's hard. I mean, you know, it was for it, him. It, we, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that's <laughs> bad. 
Um, you know, obviously the lady had a bad experience mm, with which we a don't man, want. We don't which want. we certainly would never condone. No, and, and can, I would confront it if I was yeah, there. Yeah. I would have said, and, can you and, leave her alone? Yeah. But we, we also can't take responsibility, I think, as a man for mm. other men and their um, their actions, because that route lies madness. We, yeah. we can only be responsible for ourselves and putting a good message out towards other men. Mm. Um and um, you know, being a good role model for for, for younger men as well, because you know a lot of younger men are looking for role models in this time. Um, and there's not there's some really good ones out there, sportsmen, and you know, um, there's not you know mostly sportsmen really. There's very few who are um, really good role models. And it, I mean, it does worry me. Um, I mean, I don't want to get too into it but like the whole andrew tate thing mm. um, and well, you know bad. that that worries me when i see um young men as a role model uh, you know using somebody like him as a role model yeah and um that that does worry me um yeah because ultimately like even though you know he says things he says some things tongue-in-cheek he says some things that resonate i think unfortunately yeah. with lots of men um and some of them that in isolation i would go along with but he's also a misogynistic yeah. awful person who exploits women and you know to to, to listen to anything that he yeah. says and also mate if we get enough followings i'll do a celeb match with him yeah, i'll yeah. bang that fucker out he thinks he's <laughs> oh just he doesn't kickboxing yeah. what do you, do you know what i think what it comes down to is um some people feel that they've got to do other people down or other groups of people down in order to make themselves feel mm. better and to make themselves bigger. And I think he's one of them. Um, I think that other people, I mean, certainly myself and I know you, try and bring others up and that helps. It it, it makes us feel good about ourselves, but it, it helps mm. others as well. You don't need to push a group of people down like women and, you know, to make yourself feel better. You can be a strong mm. man, um, a good man, without making other people feel bad about themselves. And I think that's what it comes down to. But I think the thing that is difficult and why that... I mean, obviously, so just to be clear, I think any of that behaviour towards women is disgusting. And I also... I don't know what it's like to be a woman and I Mm. don't know what it's like to walk home at night and be scared. And I understand that that is a real thing for lots of, you know, lots of people. Um, But equally... I think when you then expect all men to be accountable for the actions of a, a mon- minority of awful men that we would we would look at and go that's shit as well, yeah. it it kind of it it feeds into that us versus them yeah, mentality, yeah. and you're either expecting us to be apologetic for something we didn't do, yeah. or to kind of take opposition to that. Yeah. And, and 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 I, I, I want to be in the middle. I want to be supportive and agreeing that that is awful, but I also don't want that to be my responsibility just because I am a man. That is everyone's responsibility. Yeah. That's all of society's responsibility. Um, and I think that's a, a, a quite a difficult thing at the moment, isn't it? Because with the whole Me Too movement, yeah, yeah. again, much needed, um, but equally sometimes these things go almost too far the other way. Uh, and now... I worry that, you know, what what could be impulsive, young, flirtatious behaviour coming from a good place mm. would be lumped in 
with the same yeah. sort of behaviour that is awful and wrong and, and shouldn't be allowed. You a know, a lot of young men are very confused, though. Mm. Um, a lot of young men are, and it, it must, it, you know, it's a hard time to be a young man, I think. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm very lucky. I've got pretty strong role models as, you know, um, as I grew up. But, um, you know, there's some some pretty sketchy people out there role modeling and if people are taking their role modeling from social media then, exactly, exactly um that's quite difficult as well so 100%. yeah tough tough time to be a, a young young that's man that's what we spoke about last time social media yeah yeah sorry it's just the pins just dropped <laughs> so yeah so thanks for that feedback whatever yeah. your name was um we apologize for what happened to you on the train but no we won't be stopping that happening yeah for, across an entire generation and sex of people through a podcast no Um, but there you go yeah thoughtful stuff but thank you thanks for your feedback um i'm sure you give us some more i can't wait for Um, the feedback on the feedback yeah yeah (laughs) interesting um you know we 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 do this for for you guys and for us as well um and hopefully we'll all mutually benefit from this that's kind of the idea that's the whole thing of sitting around the fire pit so fire's going out let's uh wrap up for another episode yes and andrew tate if you're watching anytime any place any amount of cash my only rule is it's allowed to go on the ground we're not doing any of this kickboxing stuff all right it's going to get dirty all right cheers all all right cheers (laughs) make sure you subscribe to men on fire so you don't miss a thing